SP, the This is Motley Fool Money. Welcome to Motley Fool Money, the Money Hacks edition. Our short weekly check-in, even on New Year's Eve, on how you can make the most of your money. I'm Scott Phillips, and with me, as always, the Hackmeister, Dr. Nirvan Mahati. G'day, Doc. G'day, Captain. Mate, we are going to talk about the very worst way to choose a super fund, and I'm going to lead this one off. Mate, we've talked in the last little while about the fact that APRA, the Australian Prudential Regulatory Authority, the boffins whose job it is to regulate the stuff, have put out some performance tables to show people the best and worst funds. The only problem with that, mate, is, as they say, you can't drive only looking in the rear vision mirror. These things will show you the best performers over the past. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be the best performers in the future. In fact, academic research suggests that things, funds in particular, in the top quartile, the top decile, the top 25 or 10%, are very, very rarely in that same position come two or three years into the future. And so people who jump out of last year's losers into last year's winners almost always end up at the bottom of the pile. So don't choose a super fund. Yes, the tables are seductive. Yes, I want you to take more of interest. We want you to take more of interest in your super. But don't just jump into last year's winners. That is a terrible, terrible way to choose a super fund. And frankly, that's what they want you to do. Now, Doc, if we're not going to use last year's performance as an indicator, how do we choose the best super fund? Okay, so Mr. Hack or Dr. Hack or whatever you want to call me now. Another, <laughs> the Hackmeister. Uh, I'm the Hackmeister. Uh, well, you know, one really good way is uh, to look at the fees you're paying as a percentage of your assets. Mm. And the lower, the better, because that means more left for you for compounding. Mm. And, and you know, you'd, you'd, yeah, and then you might notice that, you know, um, the fact that you're saving just a little bit over 30, 40 years does a heck lot for you. Mm-hmm. That's right. Also, mate, when we choose a super fund, choosing the, the, the fund manager is the first thing. We often think about that as the, as, the, as the fund we're choosing. And it is, we're choosing that fund, but the investment strategy inside that is also far, far more important. There is my super, which is the default option. And there's everything from conservative through to high growth. Conservative is kind of cash and property. High growth is large proportions of international and Australian shares. Now, it does absolutely matter what age you're in as to which strategy you should be pursuing, particularly if you need to sell some of those shares to fund your lifestyle. So this is not a one-size-fits-all answer. But for most people, unless you need the capital, I think you'll agree with me, people should be investing for growth taking on more volatility, not sorry, more risk, more volatility, more ups, more downs, bigger ups and bigger downs through their superannuation because over time, the higher returns, even if they're more volatile, will leave you with a whole lot more money. Conservative balance, they kind of feel sensible. They feel like they're kind of appropriate somehow. And for some people, they are. If you hate volatility, they are appropriate. If you're 63 and you're going to have to cash out your super, it's appropriate. But for most people, I think you agree, Doc, we should be investing for growth. Absolutely. If you've got a long time horizon, growth is the way to go. That's it for this week's Motley Fool Money Hacks. See you next year. Fool on. Fool on. The Motley Fool and people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. General advice only. Please speak to your financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your situation. Subscribe to the free newsletter at fool.com.au forward slash triple M. The Motley Fool operates under financial services license 400691.